In the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he is here among us. He lived with us. He lived in us. And he is in our presence today. He will always be in our presence because he will never cease to be who he is. And the Bible says, he who promised is what? Faithful. He would always be a faithful God, whether we see him being faithful, whether we think he's faithful, but God is who he said he is, a faithful God. We just have to wait until that faithfulness is manifested. Amen. You know, I'm just going to read this first before I get into the lesson today. But what I'm teaching on is understanding who Jesus is. But before I read, teach, start teaching on that today, I'm going to read. Uh, you don't have to turn in your Bible. I'm going to read Romans 8, 19. And it says, for the earthness expectation of the creator waiteth. For the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, my question to you today, how long are you going to keep them waiting? They are waiting, they are groaning, they are moaning. When the Son of God is going to manifest himself and come forth as a son of God. What do you mean by that, Dr. Betty? Come forth and catch these demons out of me. Come forth and lay hands on the sick. I would say the whole creation are waiting for us. Yeah, we are waiting for them, but they said, no, I'm waiting for you. You have the power. You are the son of the living God, meaning that you possess something that the world does not possess. And he said, and we're waiting for you to come out. We're waiting for you to stop talking about us. We're waiting for you to stop putting us down. We want you to come out and deliver us. It's like Minister Thompson was saying, when I don't know who was praying for him, but when they stopped talking about him, when they stopped putting him down and they decided to seek God for him and God brought him out of drugs when they stopped talking. But I know they talked about you for a long, long time, all what you was doing. But when they ceased talking and decided to act like a son of God, a daughter of God, they was able to give God the right away to pull him out of that darkness that he was in. I mean, sometimes we, it's time to stop. It's time to become who God had called us to be, the church, to make a difference. We was created to make a difference. Are we being the church that Jesus Christ hung on that cross and died for? Are we just being marginal Christian with no thunder, no power, no authority to help people other than run them down? Jesus didn't have to go to the cross for that. Time, like Minister Thompson always said, it's past time that the child of God be a child of God, not with tongue. The Bible said, oh, wait a minute. Just don't talk about who you are. Be it in your neighborhood. Be it in your job. Everybody can talk about how saved they are, but where's your manifestation of being saved? Everybody can talk about who they know, who they, who they are in Christ, but can I see it without you telling me? So the world are waiting on your job. You join in with the unsaved. You are there to make a difference. Aren't you the light of the world? Is that in your Bible? Say, ye are the light of the world. You sitting in darkness on your job. Instead of your light being shone, you join in with darkness. 
That's why we're not making a difference in our job, in our home, in our neighborhood, where we go. We are the body of Christ. The spirit of the living God dwells in each one of us. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. We have the name of Jesus. All the authority have been, in, have been invested in the name of Jesus. All the power, all the authority in heaven, in the earth have been invested in the name of Jesus. And he declared in my name you can cast out any demon. Any principality in power. We are the church. What are we doing? Like last week I was teaching on ministering when God said he sent the, the, the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit on earth to stop the devil ministry in our flesh. The devil start ministry in your flesh. There's some of you that wasn't here. What you mean about it? If you're a lying person, that's a lying ministry in your flesh. If you're a gossip person, person that gossip, that's a gossip spirit that ministered to your flesh. And you know, at times that spirit can make your flesh so miserable, so disgusting. You want to give up on life. This, this bombard your mind with fear, bombard your mind with sickness. When that happens, just remember, that's a ministry spirit in your flesh that you need to get rid of. And that's why the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit was sent to the church. Y'all just looking. Pick up last week's tape that God said, the devil have set up too many ministries people flesh. You get prayer after prayer, and you go back the next week still doing the same thing. That's a ministering devil that needs to be completely dealt with. Then the Bible says in Galatians, I can't pull it up, said that the flesh war against the spirit. What you think in the flesh war against the spirit? Then the Bible proceeds to name them. Adultery, fornication, lying, backbiting, all these spirits that minister in your flesh war against the Holy Spirit. You'd be surprised how many ministries you have gone on in your spirit is not of God, in your flesh, not your spirit, in your flesh. All right, when you can get upset at the drop of the hat, that's a ministering spirit. When you can just gossip just like that, when you know God said, judge ye not, and you go against God's word, that's a ministering spirit of gossip. That always, the Bible says, an enemy against the word of God. So I'm not looking at any of some people sitting here today, and neither are you looking at one. We all have spirit ministry in our flesh that's not of God. God doesn't minister evil. God doesn't minister backbiting. God doesn't minister judging. God doesn't minister criticizing. God doesn't minister fault finding. God doesn't minister fear. They're off the devil. His ministry. You can shout and shout all you want to, sing and sing all you want to until you get rid of the ministering spirits that is in your flesh. You will never live a holy life before God. You will never ever witness to people like you're supposed to be. You will compromise God's word. You will join in with people and you know it's wrong, but you still will do it. 
How many people that just do things? You know it's against the will of God. That's because you're not in church and you think it's okay. But you forgot who you are. You forgot that your body is the temple of the Spirit of God. The Bible says the Spirit of God dwell in us, live in us. You know, we've been teaching this and teaching this, but I don't know. I can't judge you, but, you know, sometimes your lifestyle lives like there's no God dwelling in you. Nothing but hell. Live a loose lifestyle. Say it is okay. It's okay to do everything. Now that's what the spirit of hell have been able to teach the church. It's okay to go to the nightclub and drink. It's okay to do what you want to do now. But 50, 20 years ago, it was not okay. But why it's okay today? Have God changed? Have God ceased to be a holy God? Are you changed? Years ago, we used to dance before God in the Holy Spirit, but now you dance before devil music. Years ago, we, we still take Holy Communion, but we also drank God, the devil communion. And then convince ourselves, that's okay. We can drink. We can do this. We can do all that. But when you stand before God and say, God, you know it was okay for me to drink, don't you? God, you know it was okay for me to go to the nightclub, set up in the nightclub. So I'm always wondering, if you saved and saved to redemption, I, I question myself, what are you saved from? If you saved to keep on sinning, tell me. You know, such thing as once saved, always say, if you save. I said save. Living a holy life. Committed to the things of God. You're saved. But if you said that you're saved and still acting and doing the same thing off the world, tell me what are you saved from? But see, it sounds good and we make our, see the devil is such a big liar. That's one of the lions, demon that ever hit the face of the earth and it lives and works in the church like he owned the church. Lion spirits. That's grandma and grandpapa. They get in the door and lie to your mind, tell you, it's okay, everybody's doing it. I don't care. Everybody's going to hell, too. Do you want to go? Uh, we need to update the pastor. Why don't you update God? He only has to teach what is in this Bible. He call it what it is. Sin is sin. Hell is hell. Fornicating is fornicating. And lying is lying. Backbiting, criticizing. God said, do not do these things. The devil get in our flesh and just get, teach us disobedient. Ministry disobedient and everything that God tells you to do, you disobeying and wonder why your child not obeying you. Hello. Compromising spirit. That spirit is so common in the church. The minister, it gets into people's flesh and make them compromise everything. I don't have to go to church on Wednesday night. What are you doing? Sitting down watching TV. Why don't you want to go to church? Years ago, you used to go. What happened? God is nothing now to you. That's what this, I, I, help me, Jesus. I, oh, God, help me. I just have to ask God to help me in this. Because sometimes I just don't understand why God was so much to you 10 years ago, and he's not that today. 
that you love God so much 20 years ago, you would sacrifice, you would do anything God would tell you to do. You stayed away from things that are not pleasing to God. You walked and you witnessed, but now you're not doing anything but living close to the world. And sometimes I wonder that God said this uh, Israel, he said, what have I wronged you? What have I done to you that you rather serve the devil now over me? But before you were so much in love with me, nothing could separate us. But not anything can separate you from me. Even a rainy night can stop you from coming to church. Even being too cold can stop you. He said, but there was a time when nothing or nobody could stop you. He said, what have I done to you that you're going to haul around with other spirits? That's what he said. But before... I was your Lord. I used to be your God. I used to be the heartbeat of your soul. He said, I used to be everything to you. We walked together. We talked together. We had a divine relationship, fellowship going. Now the television have more relationship with you than I do. Other things just can take my place just like that. Don't even think about it. Put Jesus on the back burner. Only time you want him to come up forward when hell break loose in your life. Now, Jesus, help me, Lord. Jesus, help me, Lord. But see, you struggle to believe that he's going to do anything. Because that spirit in your flesh will make you think that God is out with you. That's the damage of that spirit. That spirit will make you struggle in unbelief to believe God. Because if it control you from serving God, it can control you from believing God. When you just remember, when you start compromising, when you know that you don't have to compromise, compromise and sacrificing, guess what? When you need to trust God, that spirit will make you compromise God as well. You think it's just going to stop there? No, it goes across the board. To teach you how to serve God with, with, with this lukewarm Christian. No, never be on fire. I'm absolutely on fire. You just lukewarm. They just satisfied being lukewarm. But years ago, you was not satisfied being lukewarm. You want all of Jesus. You want all the world. You want everything. But now you just sat down like I have enough. How can that world you get enough of Jesus when you're not doing anything? Like I have all of Jesus that I need now. When when was the last time you won a soul? When the last time you cast out a demon? The last time you prayed for the sick since you have all of Jesus? 